Hey guys, Big Lezis League here. I was privileged to have the one and only True Blue Sporting Podcast hop on, talk a bit of footy, talk a bit about his page and also make his dream team. Now how this works is a dream team draft. We will each pick players one at a time for each position. We cannot pick the same players and it has to be from late 1900s onwards. It is going to be really, really interesting. I honestly cannot wait. Fun little concept that I wrote, I thought about really in my head. It is going to be a really, really fun one. So sit back, relax, and enjoy. Hello and welcome back to Big Les's League and all rugby league experience. I'm your host, Big Les. Very lucky today. We've got the one and only True Blue Sporting Podcast on to do a little bit of a dream team draft. How are you, big fella? Yeah, no, I'm good. Uh, it's good to speak to you. I haven't spoken to you for a while, so uh, it's good to hear your voice and um, looking forward to it. Yeah, sounds good, bro. So... Obviously, I know, um, not many people would know, but you do coach my brother for football. Um, I know he's a bit of a pest. Um, <laughs> how, was, how was training tonight? Yeah, that was good. Um, just started pre-season training. Um, it's only our second session, but they've come back pretty good. So um, hopefully Will's a bit sore um, after all the fitness we put him through today. <laughs> I bloody hope so. Um <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so tell me a bit about your page, why you started the page, what motivated you to do it, uh, a bit about what the page is about. Yeah, so pretty much um, with it being True Blue Sporting Podcast, it's all things Australian sport really, so I just touched on the Australian Open which happened, which was a really fun two weeks and um, basically just looking to, since I've finished school, um, start a bit of a hobby. Uh, always wanted to start a podcast but never had the time with school. Um, so now that I'm, I've got a lot of time on my hands, I'm jumping into it and, um, you know, uh, going to university, studying media communications. So it's sort of where I want to, um, as a career, end up as a career. So um, that's sort of why the page started, to be honest. Yeah, fair enough, bro. It's an awesome page. Make sure you guys go give True Blue Sporting Podcast a follow on Instagram, um, but yeah, let's get straight into it. So what we're doing today is a dream team draft. So basically me and Hayden, we're going to go one at a time. We're going to be picking our teams, um, just one player at a time, really any position, any player from the late 1900s onwards. It's going to be a quite a fun one. So since you're the guest, Hayden, I'll get you to go first. We'll start off with the fullbacks. Who are you going to put in to wear that number one jersey? Oh, so we we're going we're going position by position. I was going to going to pick someone else. Right. Um. Well, we're going position we're going position by position today. Um. Right. Okay. So give me give me a fullback. Give me a fullback that you think uh, would suit your team, your dream team. Well, my dream team. Um. It's James Tedesco. Um, I think he's the best player in the comp. Now that Cam Smith's retired, I think he has um, taken that mantra 
um, from him. Uh, and there's nothing he can't do on a football field. I think the one question around Tedesco was his ball playing. But since he's got to the Roosters, that has developed strength by strength. Um, obviously, there's Billy Slater, but the way I was sort of envisioning the team was um, Tedesco carrying the ball back um, just really solid, solidly, doing what he does best and bouncing off defenders. And uh, he's one of my favourite players to watch um, currently in the comp. And uh, James Tedesco's my fullback. Yeah, I was looking out for Teddy, but you, you, you snagged him off me. I like the choice, though. Really, really talented player. If I'm going for fullbacks, you've got to, I've got to go for Tom Troy, but you've taken Teddy off me. I'm going to go for Tommy Turbo. I think that the, the form that he's in right now, the footy that he's playing right now, is just next level. He's such he's probably one of the best players in the comp right now, to be honest. Oh, with Tedesco, with Nathan Cleary, he's definitely up there. He's just an absolute monster. Gets through so much work. I don't think I've seen really a stronger fullback in the past few seasons. He's just the strength that he has, the the eyes up footy that he plays. Uh, he's such a fantastic player, Tommy Turbo. Talk me through your first winger spot. Who are you going to chuck there on the wing? Um, find it interesting. None of us picked Louis Slater actually. Highly regarded as one of the best fullbacks, probably the best fullback of all time. He's left on the board, but um, Brett Morris as my other winger, as one of my wingers, um, recently retired and was playing some of his best footy towards the end of his career. But I think he's criminally underrated. His time at the Dragons saw him win a premiership, but and then he won one at the back end of his career. So he's a two-time premiership player, knew how to find a try line, didn't he, Les? Um, yeah, for sure. He was find a try line anywhere on the field. 10 metres, um, full length of the field, um, just could do it anywhere. So I think his, his try-scoring ability is what stands out to me. Um, so, yeah, he's one of, my, one of my wingers. Yeah, for sure. Great pick there, Brett Morris. And you touched on how we forgot, we forgot about Billy Slater. So you know what? I'm going to chuck him in there on the wing for my first right. winger spot. Um, yeah, as, as you said, he's that's probably regarded back, as one of the best wingers. back three. What was that? That's a decent back three. Oh, Turbo, Billy, and someone else. Oh, yeah. Um, really, really excited about that one. Um, I've got someone in mind, but I won't tell you. I won't let you snag him from me. Um, but, yeah, Billy Slater, geez. You talk about how he was one of the best fullbacks of all time or regarded as one of the best fullbacks of all time. His speed was just ridiculous and he was such a talented player. He was obviously in the Melbourne Storm system, so playing around guys like Cameron Smith, it was just, it was just so f- fun to watch the the big three um, rip and tear oh, for the Melbourne Storm. Um, who would you go for as your second winger choice? Big Dell Wendell Saylor. Now I, I haven't seen. Well, obviously I wasn't around um, to see Wendell in his prime. Um, and I'm probably picking more on what I've heard. Um, but he sets the standard um, from coming out of yardage. Everyone's talking about how to- oh, um, he's changed the game. But Wendell was really the first to do that, I think. Um, he just got those sets off at Brisbane so well. Uh, I think he's an incredible footballer and doesn't get spoken about um, the way you probably should, really. just He was just so strong. Um, seeing some of his highlights uh, strong. But then when he got into space, he was quick and he, he know how to knew how to beat a defender. So, yeah, big Dell. Um, he's also a bit of a character. I like my characters in my slides. So, 
he'll be leading the charge. Yeah, for sure. Just yeah, you touched on how strong he is. He was just an absolute weapon, and then his stint in Union as well. He went so well over there. So great little pick there in your side. I'm going to go for something a little bit different. His son's obviously playing in the NRL at the moment, Jaden Campbell, but I'm going to go for Preston Campbell. He some of the stuff he he really doesn't get talked about. We talk about underrated players. We we really don't talk about Preston Campbell that much. He was just such an absolute weapon. He was at Cronulla at, at one stage. Um, I think he was at the Titans as well at, at one stage as Penrith well. But as well. Won, a comp at, won a comp at Penrith in 03. Yeah, won a pe- comp at Penrith. He was such a talented player and such a talented fullback, but I had to get him in my side somewhere, so I'm going to chuck him there in my first wing spot. Uh, pretty, pretty... Pretty sexy back three, I'm not going to lie. It is a pretty talented team so far. We, uh, we've only picked three players. Um, but you've exactly. got a pretty decent team as well. Um, talk us through your first centre spot. Um, I've gone Brad Fitlock. Uh, I could have picked Freddie in three different positions. Uh, but for who I wanted in the side, um, I have to put him at centre. Um, but there's not one thing he couldn't do, um, Freddie. He's the youngest person to play for New South Wales. Uh, he's led the Roosters. He led the Roosters to three grand finals in a row and won one of them. And then he won one at Penrith as well. He's just a he's just a winner. Wherever Freddie goes, he just wins. Um, you know that damaging left foot step of envisioning him on the left side of my field with Brett Morris and just why um, I won't tell you who my five eight is, but um, envisioning <laughs> the ball. Big left foot step and Freddie's away. So, uh, yeah, Brad Fitler, great player. Yeah, unbelievable. And he was such a great leader as well at any side he was in. Uh, big talker from what I've heard as well. And so is his son. Uh, just hearing about his son on the weekend uh, playing Zach, for the, in yeah. the Roosters comp. Just such big talkers. So it's going to be really interesting to see how his son goes. But, yeah, Brad Fitler. Yeah, he no, was... I'm really looking forward to watching him play. Yeah. yeah I've heard he is... Um, He's one to watch for sure, and not because he's got the last name Fitler, because he's because he's a very, very good footballer in his own right. Oh, he's a big boy too. You should see the guns on him. He's an yeah, absolute he monster. <laughs> um, but yeah, Brad Fitler, Jesus, you put me in a tough spot here. You put me in a bit of Barney. Um, <laughs> really good selection there. I'm just trying to think off the top of my head who I should go for. You know what? I'm going to go for G.I. Did you pick Brad? Did you have Brad there? No, no, no. I don't know, Brad. There, I was, oh. I was thinking about it, but yes, you, you, you snagged him. So I'm going to go for GI. I reckon GI um, far out. All the systems he's been in through with Melbourne and with South, play, played a lot of Queensland football. So strong. A lot of people compare Latrell Mitchell at the moment to Greg Inglis, and also Selwyn Cobbo to Greg Inglis as well. Just those big bodies, strong. Quick, explosive, basically the full package. Is he's just such a monster, Greg Inglis. I had to chuck him in the side somewhere, uh, so I'm going to chuck him there in that center position. Um, yeah, well, he's a freak, isn't he? He's oh. just um, incredible. Yeah, he's um, that run he had in Origin. You know, the leading try scorer in history. Uh, that's no fluke. And some of the things he did on the football field, I wouldn't want to be marking him. But the tough job for whoever's got it. Yeah, totally. I wouldn't want to be the opposition fullback either. I'd have to. I'd have a lot of pressure on me as well to defend him when he breaks the line. I'd be getting out of the way. I'll tell you that much. Oh, I'd let him go. I'd uh, green lights for Greg Inglis if he ever tries to Jumping run at me. Back. 
<laughs> step right out of the way. Um, who is your other center posi- uh, prediction or pick, should I say? Uh, Laurie Daly. He's played in the centers at Canberra and at Origin level, and he's just another one of those footballers, winners. That's um, probably the theme of my side. Going for just winners, people that win. Um, I think, you know, he's, he's led his state to victory. He's won a couple of premierships. He's, he's one of those guys with another damaging step. Um, there's, there's nothing in the game of rugby league which he hasn't done. So, probably playing two five eights at centre, probably cheating a bit, having, but they played there at the start of their career. So, um, that's who I've gone for. And I thought you'd be, you'd be picking the main one. So, if I could have GI, I'd put GI there. But, um, yeah, Laurie, I'm happy with that selection. Oh, I, I bet you are. That That is a damaging centre uh, pairing there. Both big steppers. A lot of experience in your side. I'm liking the experience factor you're sort of going for. I'm going for a similar thing here, but, like, you have got a pretty decent little back line there. Teddy, Morris, Fitler, Daly, Wendell Saylor. For my other centre position... Would not mind that. <laughs> yeah, wouldn't mind that at all, to be honest. Um my other centre position, bit of a current player, switching it up a bit, getting someone current in there. I am going to go for Joseph Manu. I think the things that he's been doing over the past two seasons, the amount of positions he can play, so versatile. It's just a blessing in disguise having this guy in your side. He's just all over the footy. He should get his footy in the hands, in his hands, sorry, anytime he wants because he's just, whenever it's in his hands, he just makes something out of nothing, and that's what I love about Joseph Manu. He's just an absolute weapon. Have to chuck him in the side. Jeez, look at these yeah, back I lines. I, yeah, I know. Joey Manu, I think everyone knew how good he was, but I think uh, last year showed how great he was because he could he filled the spot in, in many positions and absolutely killed it. So it wasn't like he was playing there and he was playing half decent. He was one of the top three players on the field every game for the Roosters until, until his injury. Um, yeah, Joey, great footballer, I think. Starting to get the um, credit he deserves. Yeah, for sure. He's just an absolute monster and had to put him in the side somewhere. It was really between him and the trail and uh, both would have been awesome selections. So uh, confident with my Joseph Manu selection I think just the way this side rounds out we've already got GI in the side I'd love a bit of Joseph Manu a bit of spark uh, a bit of X factor in there with all the other players we've got so now that we've done the back line let's move on to the halves who is your first 5-8 selection uh, I've gone for my favourite player of all time being a tragic Tigers fan Benji Marshall I think he is probably the most exciting footballer that's ever played the game. He changed the game. Uh, his, his brilliance was that period in 2010, 2011, and then in 05 as well, was just some of the best football you could see. And it was so exciting to watch. I think it didn't matter who you supported, you were tuning into a Tigers game to watch Benji Marshall play just because you never knew what madness he could pull out next. Um, whether it was a 40-metre run with a flip pass at the end of it in a grand final or get uh, three blokes, throw a no-look, cut-out pass and hit the man on the chest. He just had that spark and brilliance in him. And uh, 
when he transitioned to the end of his career and he went to Brisbane with um, Bennett, you really saw the experience come out. And in his final um, four or five years of his career, he turned into that game manager, which he, which people told, her, told him he had to be at the start. I think that shows a lot of maturity in his football is realising what he needed to do to sort of stay in the game. So Benji Marshall, he's a, he's my favourite player of all time and um, quite upset that he didn't get to finish with the ring. But look, can't go wrong with him and your dream team, can you? Yeah, not at all. What would you what would you rather, a young Benji, 2005 Benji, or just recent Benji, like I'd say 2011 onwards Benji? I think 2011 Benji, although the the 05 Benji got the got the premiership, but the 11 the 11 one was just I think consistency was there and he was a leader then. So he was the captain of the Obviously, Robbie was the captain, but whenever Robbie wasn't there, origin, injury, whatever, he was the captain of the club. Um, and he was he turned into a leader, which I I really like. And when he had that leadership, he also had that brilliance as well. But the blend of the two is probably what would lead me more towards 2011. Yeah, it's honestly just a great pick and um, a little bit jealous, to be honest. Uh, but <laughs> I'm going to go for a bit of... A bit, Current, I'm going to call this current, and I'm going to go for Cody Walker. I think that no. currently, <laughs> currently in the game, he is probably one of the best five eights. Just the eyes up footy that he plays, just he just creates something out of nothing. Um, we were talking about this before with Joseph Marnie, but Cody Walker, he's just a different breed. I'm so spewing he's not playing in this Indigenous game. I'm spewing that all the stars really aren't playing in this Indigenous game, but. Yeah, it's it's a, he's such a talented player. Yeah, no, I agree. And look, I think Cody Walker at the back end of last year was playing some incredible football, and he sort of reminds me a bit of Benji, don't you think? Like he just he just um plays with freedom, mm. which I think is what both of these five eights do. They just don't care if they if they pull it off, they pull it off. Uh, if they don't, they don't. I think. That intercept that Katie threw, he throws it. If it hits AJ, they score and they win a premiership. Yeah, just but he's that, got the instinct. Mm, just that static and spark that he good. has. Exactly, he's incredible. Yeah, it's just the, the 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 part of his game where he can just be calm and 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 do amazing things calmly, but all of a sudden, you, you a flick of a switch, and he's in this concentrated like X factor. It, it's just so amazing to watch just the way he, he carries the footy. It's just unreal. Yeah, well, um, Les, he's trying the grand final was, was basically that. He asked for the first 20 minutes, had no field position, no ball. He gets the ball on a pretty dead shift. Mm. Then he goes left foot, bang, beats off Cleary, who's no slouch of a, of a defender, um, burns Capewell, and then gets past Edwards to score into the post. Probably, I think um, the rugby league guru said this. If Scouts win the comp, it's one of the great, greatest grand final tries of all time and everyone's talking about it. But it doesn't get the credit it deserves because they didn't win the comp. Yes. But it should because it was a great try and shows um, it's a credit to what you said. He flick a switch and he's playing the way he is. 
Yeah, totally. Like, yeah, it's just unreal to watch, and and I totally agree. If they, if, if South won that grand final, which I was really hoping for, because I'm a mad South <laughs> fan, as you know. Um, but if South did win that grand final, yeah, it'd be totally. It would be a totally different story. We'd all be talking about him. Um, but yeah, Cody Walker, just so he's just such a great player, and I had to put him in my side. It was tough thinking about every single possible five eight from the late 1900s to now that I could have put in. But even Wayne Bennett said it himself, like if uh, Wayne Bennett would put him in one of his uh, best coach players of all time. I think he said it maybe. You pick him over Wally. Yeah, just just an unbelievable player. Um, Number seven, who have you got for your number seven jersey? Well, I've gone for the greatest player of all time, Andrew Johns. Mm. I had and a feeling you'd say that's probably gonna, it's, it's going to be it's going to be a bit controversial because people say probably Smith's the best, but for me, uh, or even people throw JT in there. For me, Joey's the best. Um, there's you just hear him um, talk about football. Um, you see the way he played. He's four or five steps ahead of anyone on the football field, and it's not even close. Uh, you think the um, Maddie tells a story. Um, where his brother, he maybe broke broke everything down on a football field, um, and he's like, "Okay, I'm going to get to a point here, and I'm going to um, work on this defender." And one day, Joey just picks the ball up, right foot, right foot, scores under the post. And he's walking back, and he or after the game, he goes to Joey, "Oh, what'd you see there?" I'm like, um, you know, was he getting off slow? Was he um, did he get back late? And he goes. No, I just saw a forward. He was tired and I went. So he had that instinct and that poise to just go, I'm going to back myself here. And yeah, he's incredible. I wish I got to see more of Joey play and not just see him through highlights um, and through past games. But for me, he's the greatest player of all time. Yeah, well, I, I, can't, I can't disagree with you there. He's, he's definitely one of the greatest players of all time. He's... He's just next level Andrew Johns. Like, there's really nothing you could really say. Um, he's he's just outstanding, amazing. And, and the way he played the game, I, there's not many other players that are going to come in and replicate that. Um, so, Andrew Johns, just an absolute freak of a player. Um, for me, though, you, we mentioned him before, but I am going to go for JT, Jonathan Thurston. Um, well, that's who you'd go. Yeah, I, I think that he... Again, the way he played the game was just so fun to watch. And you could just sit back and go, nah, boys, I'm not going out today. Going to be watching JT just rip and tear, playing the footy. Like, it's, it's, he's just, he's definitely one of the greatest of all time as well, JT. He's origin records, um, oh, everything that he's done in the game. He's pretty, I, I, I personally believe he changed the game. Um, at back, especially at the back end of his career and just the leadership he had in that Cowboys side was just, it was just irreplaceable really. And you've sort of seen that in the current Cowboys side. There's no one that's really stepped up and said, yep, I'm the leader of this side, going to take control because it's co- quite hard after, after a guy like JT leaves the building. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? It's just... They've struggled since he's left. It's tough. You can tell. Yeah. Um, but JT, the leadership in my side... 
I'd probably, if, I, if I'm picking captains here, I'd probably have to go for JT captain as well. I just think that the leadership, as I said, the leadership he showed in that Cowboy side yeah. and throughout his career was just irreplaceable, really irreplaceable. Moving on to the forwards, yeah, the grit and the grind in this side, who are you going to go for as your number eight, your prop? When I look down my team, a consistent theme is winners. Um, and there's probably no better winner than Glenn Lazarus. He just won wherever he went. And he was a tank of a footballer. Uh, you know, his carries just always there. His best game, his worst game were, were nowhere near. His, we're so close to each other. Um, you know, he's, we'd go, he went to Melbourne in their first first and second year and they won a comp. And then he won them at Canberra and I believe Brisbane as well. So he's just a winner. And... Um, yeah, he's my first front rower and the other one I'm pretty happy about too if I get him. <laughs> um, yeah, Glenn Lazarus, just an absolute weapon and, and a great choice for a bit of grit in your front row. Um, for me... Yeah, for me, grinder. Yeah, absolute grinder for sure. For me, it's, it's quite a tough one. I could either go old or new here. I'm probably going to go for the first one. I'm probably going to go new and I'm going to go Payne Haas. And this might be a bit controversial because there's a lot of other guys I could have picked, but Payne Haas, I mean, we talk about uh, my team. I feel like my team sets a more current mood when yours is sort of like the winners, the like the back in the day, just yeah. the absolute grit and grind. I'm gonna I'm, yeah. I'm gonna swing with a bit more of a current sort of feel. As I just feel like Payne Haas, he, he's he's really in a league of his own. He he's just an absolute weapon and. Yeah, so, I think Payne Haas, and this might even be a bit of controversial as well, but the way he plays for his position, like in that front row role, the versatility, like, no, I wouldn't say call it versatility, but just the way he moves, like it's not common for a front rower. And then the amount of work no, he gets no. through is just next level. So Payne Haas, had to pick him in my side, um, just an absolute weapon. Who have you got for your other front row spot? Again, another winner, Paul Harrigan, the chief. Uh, he, he was just, he was a freak. He was a, he, he was a nutcase on a football field. And um, that's what I want as my front rower. He had no care in the world for his body. He put his body through so much torture throughout his career. He would charge off the back fence into a brick wall if he had to. And if, uh, he wins as well. Uh, he's origin representative he's a kangaroo um he's just a beast of a rugby league player and um i don't think anyone in the current game compares to paul harry in terms of his uh just ability to have no preservation for his body um or others for that matter yeah yeah, for sure He, he was an absolute monster um and I love I love the sort of old school grit and grind sort of feel that you've got in your team. Like I've said before, it's it's a really interesting one, and I, I really like I really like how it's laid out. But my my second front rower, I think I'm going to have to go. I wouldn't call this current because obviously he's retired now. But I'm going to go for Sam Burgess. I think he was just an absolute next level grit and grinder weapon not afraid of anyone sort of guy. And if you were lining up with Sam Burgess, if you were coming up against Sam Burgess, 
honestly shitting your pants. Like, he just was known around the game, especially early on in his career as the guy you don't want to mess with because he was just so tough uh, and probably one of the strongest grit and grind front rowers. Or I wouldn't even call him a front rower because he played most of his most of his football at 13, but just one of those forwards that you just don't want to mess with. He was just an absolute freak. Um, going on to your number nine, who are you going to go for for your number nine? Well, I'm going to be nice here because I'm going to leave you Cameron Smith. I'm going <laughs> to let you have him. If you want him, he's going to be there. Um, Danny Badiris, he's got the combination with Joey. Uh, I know these guys aren't actually going to play a game, but that's sort of what I'm going for. He's played played all his footy basically with Joey. He's going to captain the side as well, I think. It was between him and Fittler. Um, they've both done it at, at state level, but I think Badiris being in the middle, I'm going to have him. If Freddie was playing 5'8", I might have thought him captain. Yeah, but Danny Badiris, his, his service out of dummy half was, was brilliant. Um, always out in front um, and just knows how to hit the halves' hands, hit the forwards' hands. Um, his running game as well was exceptional. Um, I don't think anyone would be lucky to um, have Danny Badiris as their hooker and receive the ball off him. I'm, I know I would um, would love that as a, as a halfback. Yeah, for sure. He he just I, I've heard that he just gave so such good service out of dummy half and he was really one of those battlers as well. Really loved watching Danny Badiris, to be honest, and... It's a sort of a great pick, and, and uh, I, I, I mean, if I was talking to anyone else, really, I'm, I'm not sure that they would have gone for him. He's just one of those players that uh, there's so many other players that you sort of just forget about these guys, like Danny Badiris, who were really, really good, and uh, hey, he's just an absolute legend, uh, Danny Badiris as well. So great pick from you, Hayden. It's looking like a really good set side here. Um, I'm going to go for Cameron Smith. Thank you for giving me Cameron Smith. I really appreciate You're it. You're welcome. I'll I'll take that very uh, any day of the week to be honest. Take, I'll take Cameron Smith any day of the week. Um, he has to be one of the be- best players of all time, and to do it for as long as he did, I honestly thought he was going to retire two years earlier to be honest. But uh, he just did it for as long as he did. He stayed with it. The fact that he wasn't injured that much at all in that the back end he of never his got injured, career. Did he? He was pretty much never injured, Cameron Smith. He was just, ah, he was just such a weapon. And again, we talk about the service out of dummy half. Just does all the little things right, and that's why he's remembered. He wasn't this. Well, I guess he was at one stage, but he wasn't really known as this prolific try scorer or this this guy with oh, the, he's just one of the best steppers or this or that. He's just one of those guys that gets all the little things right. Um, and that's why we know him as one of the best dummy halves of all time in our competition. Cameron Smith, probably one of the best players of all time as well. Just an absolute weapon, yeah. Cameron Smith. Without a doubt. And yes, thank you. Thank you for leaving him for me. Um, really appreciate it. Back back rowers. Who are you going to go for for your number 11? My first one is going to be SBW. Oh. I'm going to play him in the back row. Um didn't he know how to hit? I think he's probably the most destructive um, big hitter that the game's ever seen. Um, and he was so silky with the ball as well. Um, you know, he's he, he laid offload. He could suck in three defenders with his size, but then he had the skill and the ability to 
to get that ball away and create for his outside men. Um, and he's just a, a, one of those leaders as well and one of those winners. That So I think he, stick, he sticks to the sort of team that I was going for, sort of winners, leaders, um, and SBW. Um, if I need the game to be broken open, he can put a shot on anyone. doesn't matter who they are and force an error. Yeah, absolute weapon, SBW of Spew, and I was going to go for him too. I was going to have a pretty – with the other guy I was going for and then SBW, it was looking good. Um, but then yet again, Hayden strikes again. He snags players. This is well, what you Hayden took, does, you guys. Took, um, you took Burgess off me. Yeah, well. Burgess um, in the back row. Yeah, well, I guess we are even in, in some We're sense. We're even. <laughs> But yes, SBW, great pick there. I'm going to go for something a little bit different. And he just spoke recently on the Blurk in a Bar podcast. Absolute oh, legend. Boyd Cordner. He's just, I'm getting you back for SBW. I didn't think you were going to pick Boyd Cordner, but then you got like, oh, I'm going to go for leadership. And I'm thinking, oh, Boyd Cordner sounds like he fits the bill. So I'm taking Boyd Cordner. I think he. Ugh. People don't really rate him as highly as they should. I mean, the things that he's done in his career, the origin record, he's won that many games at captain. I honestly couldn't think of it at the top of my head because it's just that many. Um, he's won, I think, what, three, four premierships? It could be, it could be even more than that. He's got three. Yeah, three. Yeah, it's three premierships for the Roosters. One club, man. Just that leader. Um, yeah, Boyd Cordner. He has to be in my side somewhere and... Uh, yeah, I just thought I'd stab him. Yeah, definitely with Boyd Cordon. I'll touch on him a bit because I had him in my side. Um, for a long time there, he'd be one of the first people I'd pick in my team. And people would look at me and go, why would you do that? And I just think, like you said, he's so underrated. His leadership during that 18-19 um, uh, Roosters and New South Wales campaign, he was, he was the first person to win back-to-back premierships and back-to-back state of origin series as captain. And that's just unbelievable. And it's not like he's, he's a random back row who's half decent. He was he was solid. He knew how to lay a line. He knew how to um, run a decoy, get the ball. Um, not the silkiest player, but just a hard worker. Um, so definitely disappointed that you got Boyd Cordner, and now I'm going to think of another back rower. <laughs> um, well... You know, it's just what Big Les does. He comes out here and he just gets shit done. Snags will play. And if that means snagging some players, it's just what Big Les is going to do. Just what Big Les does. He comes out and he rips and tears. It's just <laughs> what I do. Um, for your other back rower spot, though, who who are you thinking of? Uh, I'm going to go someone who I think is quite similar to Boyd Corner, but probably didn't have the luck in terms of which team he was in. Nathan Hindmarsh. Um, very similar player, but just didn't have the luck in terms of the team he was in. Being a Parramatta, extremely loyal to them, making two grand finals and unfortunately not winning one, but a stellar rep crew. Um, and, you know, he's... At the start of his career, he, was, he had the, the laid-off laid off load and um, he's a great footballer. And I think that he had a couple rings on his finger, he'd be considered one of the best back rowers of all time for sure. He still is without without the premiership, so imagine if he had them. 
Yeah, for sure. Nathan Hindmarsh, again, another guy you don't really think about if you're picking a side like this. It's uh, There's so many talented pl- players, past and present in our game, and you, he's just not someone you'd really think of, but he had an awesome career. And as you said, we know that we didn't. he didn't win any premierships, but he was still just such a competitor and very, very loyal, a very, very loyal player. So really good pick there. I'm going to go for someone a little bit different as well. Uh, and you'd probably know him from that origin tackle where he swung the bloke round and round and round. The good old Gordon Tallis. <laughs> I think that... He had a pretty decent career as well over in Brisbane uh, and especially in his Queensland origin career was just sensational as well and a bit of grit and grind in the side. Uh, I won't miss the chance of taking a guy like Gordon Tallis and chucking him in there. He's just an absolute competitor and uh, yeah, that's all I really have to say about Gordon Tallis. He's just one of those competitors. Yeah, competitor. uh, Yeah, had to chuck him in the side for sure. Lock forward. This is going to be an interesting one. Who are you going to go for? Bradley Klein. Sticking to the old the old school team. I think that's where my team's gone. Um, yeah, Bradley Klein. Uh, he was sensational. From what I've heard, obviously, didn't get to see much, didn't see any of him play. Um, but you don't get two Clive Churchill medals and one in a losing grand final if you're a decent footballer. Um, You've got to be pretty good to to pull that off. Not many win a a Clive Churchill in a losing side, and he's one of them that have done it. Um, A lot of comparisons have been given to Cameron Murray about the way um, he's playing is similar to the way Klein did back back in his heyday. Um, So Bradley Klein is my lock and nothing flashy. Just get in there, get the job done that grit, that grind and um, balances the forward pack that I've got quite well, I think. Yeah, it really does, actually. It really is a nice balance of the grit and grind and the hard workers sort of forward pack. And I really like it, honestly. It's really looking, shaping up to be a really good team. I'm going to go for someone more com- uh, current from my own South Sydney team. He's starting out his own little sort of captain stage of his career. Cameron Murray, he is next level competitor like I don't think I've seen anyone like Cameron Murray in a long time I think Cameron Murray is sort of his own player the defense he racks up especially in that origin series no one talks about the defense everyone sort of remembers him for that starting off that um, beautiful Tedesco try the 2019 origin series no one really talks about his defense over the three seasons he's played origin he just competes Probably one of the best defensive lock forwards in the game. And it's not even an understatement. He just gets in there and gets the job done. And not only that, he's got an unbelievable attacking game. Great step, great versatility as well. Uh, Wayne Bennett's chucked him in center, back row uh, for Origin and and a a bit uh, for South Sydney. But lock's just his go because he just rips and tears. And we talk about competitors, Cameron Murray, he's definitely one of those and he will be a future yeah, captain for South Sydney for a long, long time. Yeah, obviously starting off his captaincy this year, I think he's a captain of the state and captain of the country by the time he's finished his career for sure. He's just got that sort of presence of around him and 
he's sort of always had that since he's come in the first grade. It's, it's weird you don't see many young players mm. um, come in and, and people look to them to create a play, but he does it. And, um, you know, he's probably the best lock in the game up there with Radley and Isaiah Yo. It's probably those three who are setting the standard for everyone. Yeah, for sure. He's definitely one of those grit and grind competitors. And Campbell Graham was actually talking on the South page today. I just saw it before we started recording. Um, but he was sort of talking about how Cameron Murray, like through SG Ball, through Harold Matz, he was the captain in those sides as well. And he was just a leader. So, I mean, it's great signs for this year for sure. And I'd chuck him in my dream team. He's probably one of my favourite players, to be honest. Just the work he gets through. Hey, he's just a beast. And I've got sort of those hard-working players in my forward pack. You know, Payne Haas, Burgess, Cordner, Tallis. Those hard-working guys. I think uh, we both got really, really decent teams, but sort of different ones at the same time. Um, 14. 14 off the bench. This is a bit of a fun one because you can really just pick anyone and chuck them there. Who are you going to go for? Yeah, well, exactly. Um, I've got, I'm picking between three, and I'm going to name them. Uh, Craig Wynn, um, Sean Berrigan. Those two were extremely versatile um, and were great footballers. You know, they just, the coach said, get on um, wherever, and they didn't complain, and they got in, and they always got their job done. But I'm going to go, so I'm sort of naming them out of respect sort of saying they're the best two utilities I think the game's seen. Mm. But I'm going to go for X Factor. I'm going to go Kalen Ponga. He's up there at the moment. One of the favourite, one one of the players I really enjoy watching. I think with Kalen, anything can happen. And he just has the footwork. He's got the flair. And it's looking like he's going to have the responsibility of captaincy. And I don't know how that will affect his football, but I think that will only strengthen the way he plays. If he can stay injury-free, I think he's in for a massive year. And we saw his impact in the Origin Series when he came back in Game 3 and was Queensland's best player by far with Benny Hunt. Both of them two were sensational on that night. Um, So the flair of KP is what leads to picking him. Yeah, geez, Caelan Ponga, I definitely wasn't expecting that. Just for the, the way the side rounds out for you, all the old heads, um, the much older guys who most have already retired by now, but Caelan Ponga. You need I, the rookie, don't you? I really wasn't expecting <laughs> that, but it's a really good It's a really good pick, and, uh, uh, you know, and, and this is nothing, nothing, no disrespect to Caelan Ponga, but again, another guy that you wouldn't really think about when picking a side like this, and... Um, yeah, he is just unbelievable. I think people, especially since he's been injured for most, well, for pretty much all of the 2021 season, people really forget how good he is. So 100%. they're in for a real shock come 2022. I think they are too. Yep. Jesus. If he plays consistent footy with the amount of players Newcastle have out, if he steps up in that side as their captain, oh, geez, watch out because I we're going to get a real shock. Yeah. Very exciting to think about. Yeah, well, my 14. I'm going to go for people who... There's people arguing that he's one of the best players in the comp at the moment. Nathan Cleary. 
I'm oh, going to go Cleary. for Nathan Cleary because I've got I've got a bit of an older halfback in JT. JT plays a whole game guaranteed, but just the defense for a halfback in Nathan Cleary just supplies. You could even just chuck him at lock after Cam Murray when Cam Murray needs a spell and just let Nathan Cleary go. I'd love watching Nathan Cleary play in 20, like in the past few years. He's really, really excited me, especially I'd say even from late 2020 to now is sort of just like the start of the peak of an awesome career. And it's scary that he's only 24 because he's got so much longer left. You don't see halfbacks play this good and this consistent until late in their career when they've got the sort of scars of their early career. But he's come in and since he's been, since he's been 18, he's been like this and we're just seeing, seeing the best of it now and it's going to get better in 22 for sure. There's no doubt about that. Yeah, for sure. And I honestly can't wait to see Nathan Cleary rip and tear. Hopefully for another premiership, it'll be very interesting to see how the finals look this season. I think there'll be a couple of players, a couple of teams, sorry, dropping out uh, and a couple of other teams coming in. It is going to be really interesting to see how this final series goes. Yeah, we know who's bringing it home anyway. <laughs> Not West Tigers. Um, <laughs> um, 15. Who are you going to go for? Bench forward. Um, I'm going back to the old head experience. Uh, Shane Webke. Uh, it doesn't um, epitomise toughness more than playing a grand final with a broken arm and hearing it every time you carry the ball up. And that's what Webke did. Um, and that's all I have to say about him. You, you play a broken arm, you play with a broken arm in a grand final. That's toughness personified and an incredible footballer. Yeah, for sure. Could totally agree. Great little selection there. Um, I'm just trying to think do I go current or do I go old school? I'm probably going to go current. With another guy, sort of in the front row discussion, um, from what I'm hearing, that is also sort of in the discussion as one of the best current front rowers we've got in our game. And a guy that, when he started out, was really, really tough uh, and just rough and a guy that you didn't want to mess with to a sort of matured ball, semi-ball-playing front row as well, James Fisher-Harris. Really love watching James Fisher-Harris play. And I think... Off the bench, especially in a team like this, he is just going to be so dangerous. I, I honestly love watching him play. He's going to be playing this week as well, so I honestly can't wait to see him in the All-Stars game. He's probably one of the only big stars left in that game, to be honest. Playing. Yeah, yeah, it's unfortunate. It's great to watch. It'd be awesome to watch. I honestly can't wait to see how he steps up in that side. Um, it is really going to be interesting, and I sort of, I sort of don't mind. Um, that we're seeing an All-Stars game without most of the big stars because it just means we get to see the younger guys go. And it's going to give a lot of younger blokes the chance to show their coaches that they're ready to debut. Um, we saw with Winamu Greg as well, big boy from the Mary side, debuted for Para. I thought he went quite well. Um, we'll get to see him again uh, and we'll get to show Para that he is just an absolute wrecking ball. But... Um, talking about in regards to James Fisher-Harris in this side, he's going to be one to watch for sure in that game. Um, 
Yeah, just yeah, an unreal sure. front rower. He's a very good player. Number 16, who are you going to go for? I'm going to current. I'm going to go a current front rower in our game. Recently signed a deal with the expansion club in the Dolphins, Jesse Bromwich. I think his leadership in Melbourne's run is extremely um, unnoticed. He's the real leader of that forward pack. And um, with Smith going, that was realised this year, obviously. He's the captain of the club there. Um, and he's just a great player. He's best in his worst game, like everyone sort of in our dream teams uh, are very few and far between. Um, and he's just been extremely consistent for a very, very long time. And Jesse Bromwich with Shane Webke coming off the bench, replacing Lazarus and Harrigan, I'm pretty, pretty stoked with that front row rotation. Yeah, it looks really good. And yeah, not many people are talking about Jesse Bromwich at the moment too. And I think the leadership that he's going to show not only under Wayne Bennett, but for that Dolphin side, the back end of his career, he's probably got, say, two or three years left in him. Um, it's going to be really beneficial, I think, for the Dolphins. And I think it's a great signing, and I think it's a great pick in the team, actually, because it just – it just it's it's this team is sort of full of leaders and, and grinders. I, I really like how your team's sort of shaped out. Um, and, and Jesse Bromwich, adding him to that uh, little uh, – just adding him to that team is just going to be so good. Um, There's a really good side. For my 16, though, I'm going to go, again, current, uh, but not a guy that you'd really be thinking of. Maybe you would be thinking of him. Maybe you wouldn't. But back rower, Gold Coast Titans, I'm going to go for David Fafita. Oh, he's a weapon. Oh, he's a weapon, especially coming off the bench in this team. Look out. Um Really, really solid player, David Fafita. Um, again, spewing he's not playing in this All-Stars game. Um, but, yeah, um, big, big boy. I think since he's been 16 or maybe even younger than that, he's just been an absolute wrecking ball and impossible to tackle. Um, just seeing some of the high school videos of him, actually, um, it came up on my Instagram and my recommended and Jeez, he was just unstoppable and massive. He's always been massive, but back then, for a 16-year-old, he was huge. So I'm not saying that I want the 16-year-old version of David Fafita, but <laughs> he, uh, geez, he's just, uh, from then to now, he's just an absolute freak. And uh, I can't wait to see a consistent 2022 David Fafita. It, from what I'm hearing, he's training the house down over there. So 2022. I think that's the thing. Yeah. He's, um, it's scary that he hasn't reached his peak yet, and I can't wait to see some combinations develop around him. I think once combinations develop around him, he's going to be even more damaging than he currently is. You know, because with the greatest respect to the Titans, they just give him the ball and get out of the way. But if they can throw a bit of shape and sh- um, around him, then how damaging can he be? And how damaging can the Titans be? Do they have a decoy like... David Fafita attracts three defenders on his own. So that's what that's what's really exciting about Fafita. Yeah, it's going to be really, really exciting to watch David Fafita sort of progress, get a bit older. I think he's only 22, 21, 22. So a long time left for David Fafita. And yeah, as you said, scary. We really haven't seen the peak David Fafita yet either. Um, and then your last person on the bench will do 17, and then I'll get let you pick an 18th man as well. 
Um, but yeah, number seventeen, who have you who have you got there? Well, I'm sort of going for the theme of a normal bench, so I'm going to go back rower. Um, I originally had Luke Lewis in mind. Um, Clive Churchill Mellis started career on the wing at Penrith winning a premiership and then later in the back row with Cronulla. But I'm going to go um, Gareth Ellis. I don't know if you know him, Les. No, I haven't heard of him, but the give West us a Tigers bit of a rundown about Wayne. Yeah. 2010, 2011, he's an Englishman who came over. Um, Sheenzy brought him around. Um, and he was just the type of player who you could give the ball to Stuck in three defenders in a one-arm offload out the back. Um, he's tough as they come. Incredibly tough. And he had a great combination with Benji. Um, so that's a reason why I'm leading towards him. And as a young kid on the hill at Leichhardt, he was an attraction. You he, liked watching him play. And he really suits that grit and that grind that I've, that I've got within my team and has filtered its way throughout the team. So I think he's a nice selection at the end. And, um, he's only popped in my mind because I was watching um, a few games from the 2010 Tigers side today, um, and it just reminded me of, of how good he was. And it was a shame that we didn't get to see more of him, to be honest, because he was he was a really, really nice player to watch, just beautiful on the ice. Yeah, well, I'll definitely have to look him up for sure. Um yeah, I'll definitely have to watch some highlights of him. Um, haven't really heard of, of him at all, to be honest. So I can't really comment on what type of player he was, but I will take your word for it. For my number 17, now, it's a tough one because I've already got Cleary on the bench, but I'm going to sort of... Oh, I'm thinking about it. I'm probably either going to go for a forward or a back. I'm just trying to decide in my head yeah, now who I'm going to go for. You know what? I'm going to take a leap of faith. You've got Jesse Bromwich. I'm going to go for Kenny Bromwich. I think he is just a weapon. For the for a back rower to have the kicking game that he does, it's just unheard of. And the X factor, the talent, that people don't really think about when they think of Kenny Bromwich as well. Uh, I think he'd be a nice addition off the bench. So Kenny Bromwich yeah. is my sort of go. Underrated, for sure. Yeah, so underrated. Um, 18th man. This is going to be an interesting one because you can seriously... I'm giving you another chance to just pick literally anyone. 18th man, yeah, I'm going to, who are you going to go for? I'm going to take that chance because I love Andrew Johns um, and he was always in my side. But my second, it's probably a bit controversial. I've got him ahead of JT in my list for greatest halfbacks. It's Cooper Cronk. And because Cooper Cronk, he... Didn't get, I don't think he gets the credit he deserves. Uh, he was the leader, the halfback of that Melbourne side for so many years, and he had the likes of Slater and Smith. And I think we saw the brilliance of him when he got to the Roosters um, with completely new players, a completely different system. He came, he adapted, and he won two premierships, and he finished his career with three premierships in a row. Um, and the only halfback to do that was Peter Sterling in the 80s. So it's been a while since a halfback's won three comps in a row, and he's done that. Uh, also at the start of his origin career, a lot of it was played off the bench, um, obviously with Lockie and JT in the halves. Um, so he's got that versatility. He can come on and defend in the middle, with a solid defender, um, and just a general. So um, if I had to 
sort of pick an 18th man, he's someone who I um, really, really enjoyed watching at the back end of his career and wish I understood his brilliance um, whilst he was in his prime because now I understand it and wish we got to see Cooper Cronk play every week. Still. Yeah, God, you've, you've really put me in a spot of Barney here. I was thinking Cooper Cronk and you took him from me, but it's all good. I forgive you. Um, yeah, Cooper Cronk, really, really good halfback and probably, yeah, I, I, honestly, I'd put him in front of JT as well, to be honest, as one of the best halfbacks, just in terms of the leadership, the mentality that he sort of has as well. Uh, really, really underrated. So a great little pick there in Cooper Cronk. Now, I want to go for something, and this is going to be so controversial. You're yeah, probably going to be a bit surprised that I picked him as well. Um, but Latrell Mitchell. I'm going to go for Latrell Mitchell. Just, that's, that's not surprising. You reckon? No, nah, he's, he's a perfect 18th man. I reckon he's gone. And I reckon you could literally chuck him from anywhere from one to six. Um or even at 13. You could even chuck him in the forwards and he'd go well. Like, um, he's just he's just next level strength. He sort of reminds me a lot of J.I. He plays a very similar game to J.I. in my opinion. So, Latrell Mitchell, definitely for me, a really, really solid 18th man sort of pick. Uh, and I honestly can't wait to see him this season after he comes back from suspension. First game, ironically, against the Roosters. So, that's going to be a pretty big one as well. But... Yeah, can't. yes, I can't wait for that. Oh, it's going to be all the, massive. All the, boys, all the boys are going out to it. We'll all be there. Oh, um, mate. Being a derby, so yeah. it'll be good to see. That's going to be mad. It is going to be so sick um, to watch the Troll Mitchell this season. And look, if he stays suspension-free, other than the first few games, if he stays suspension-free throughout the season, it could be anything for the Troll. could honestly be anything. Um, so, yeah, very, very excited to see here. Um, I've got, you got both. A coach for your side? What was that? You got a coach for your side? Oh yeah, let's do coaches as well. I wasn't going to do that, but yeah, let's do that. I'll let you pick first, um, since you are the guest and you have been picking first the whole time. What? Who's oh, your, who would you, your coach be? I think I think it's got to be Bennett. Um, it was between Bennett or Bellamy, really, realistically. Um, and I think Bennett would just, well, you saw it in, everyone wrote South Sydney off last year. Everyone wrote him off. No one gave him a chance. They knocked Penrith off and um, without Latrell, they, they made the GF. And like I said earlier, they were one pass away from probably winning a grand final. Um, so Bennett, he's coached a, a lot of the guys in his side. Um, you know, Dell, uh, Shane Webke. And a few of the boys at, at origin level. So I'm going to go Bennett. I think he's still the best coach ever. And, um, you know, but Bellamy is extremely close. Yeah. Well, I will snag Bellamy. Um, Wayne Bennett, probably the master coach of all time. Just, just um, touch on him a little bit. But, uh, yeah. Wayne Bennett would have been an awesome choice and probably someone I would have gone for as well. But I do like Bellamy. I'm going to I'm going to take Bellamy purely because of the fact that he's just known for getting the best out of guys. So I reckon, especially for this sort of team, um, he, he definitely does suit Craig Bellamy. And 
getting the best out of every single guy I've got in this team from Tom Trevojevic to GI to JT to Payne Haas even to Cameron Murray, even to Nathan Cleary. Could you imagine Nathan Cleary under Craig Bellamy? Oh, my God. Um, I think yeah. this team really, it, it, um, it really does suit. So very happy with the Craig Bellamy sort of pick. Um, but, yeah, we've both got pretty decent teams. Uh, if you've got oh, your team, yeah, very, very sick little matchup. Um, do you remember your team or do you want me to go through it? No, I've got it down here with me. All right, no worries. Why don't you give the fans a little read out, read out your team for the boys? Uh, out the back, James Tedesco on the wings, Brett Morris, Wendell Saylor uh, in the centres, Brad Pittler, Laurie Daly, Mahavs, uh, Benji Marshall, and Andrew Johns. The front row, uh, Glenn Lazarus, Paul Harrigan, Danny Badiris is captain. Sonny Bill Williams, Nathan Highmarsh, Bradley Klein are the back row. And my bench reads Kalen Ponga, Shane Webke, Jesse Bromwich, Gareth Ellis, and Cooper Cronk as my 18th man. Yeah, very, very decent side there. And then I've got Tom Savorovich at fullback, Billy Slater and Preston Campbell on the wings, G.I. and Joseph Manu in the centres, Cody Walker and JT in the halves, Payne Haas and Sam Burgess in the front row, got Cameron Smith at hooker, we got, we got Boyd Corner and Gordon Tallis in the back row with Cameron Murray at lock. And then my bench is Nathan Cleary, James Fisher-Harris, David Fafita and Kenny Bromwich with Latrell Mitchell, 18th. Man, it was an absolute pleasure having you on, mate. It was awesome. Really fun making these sides. Uh, and yeah, yeah it was good fun. pleasure. Let's do it again sometime. Thanks for bringing me on. Yeah, no worries, champion. See you later. See ya. Well, that is it, guys. That is it for our Dream Team Draft, the True Blue Sporting Podcast Dream Team Draft. It was an absolute pleasure having him on. I want to thank Hayden again for hopping on, ripping and tearing with the boys, getting that dream team out. It was an absolute pleasure having him on. Um, And yeah, thank you for listening. Recommend this podcast to a friend, and I'll see you guys in the next one. One.